up, Lincoln? Come on, it's 6 o'clock. Rise and shine, rise and shine. It's time for Early Break with Sip and Jake. Brought to you by Gaina Trucking. Live from the Koppel Chevrolet GMC Studios in the heart of Lincoln, America. Here's 93.7 The Ticket's Jake Sorensen. Did seem kind of meh. And Steve Sipple. Surprisingly good. This is Early Break with Sip and Jake. Sponsored by Gaina Trucking. Welcome back to Hour 2 on a Thursday. Steve Sipple, Jake Sorensen, Early Break. The show is sponsored by Gaina Trucking. This hour, sponsored by Trek CBD because the man is with here. us. Mike Schaefer, 24-7 Sports, is here in studio. Good morning, Schaefer. Good morning, gentlemen. Do they have CBD places in Dublin? Did you see I any? I did not see did any. You, know, you were out and about. I was. I, didn't, I wasn't looking for them. If anybody would notice, any. it would have been Jake. Yeah, I noticed things. Yeah. I, I didn't see any CBD shops, though, in Dublin. I, I they're don't. missing out. They're missing they're, out. You don't know if they're missing out because they might have them. You I didn't, didn't, I didn't see, see any. Well, they, they don't have Trek CBD. I know they're missing they out. They don't. So. <laughs> okay. Did you now? Did that help? Did Trek CBD help you through that uh, ball game by chance? I didn't. Uh, I mean, I wish. It. I, wish <laughs> I wish before the start of that game I would have used it. By the time it would have like hit in, you'd have been in the third quarter. Where the you know the issues began the ridiculous sort of run starting at about what the nine minutes uh, the nine eleven minutes. minute mark because that's when they score the sort of the first touchdown I'll get this for you uh, ooh, that's when they get the ball back they score that first touchdown and then you get the fumble recovery followed by the the Grant touchdown which I don't know that he's gotten enough credit for um, how good he was on that run. Oh. Uh, you disagree that he was no, good I, on that run? I, I, oh, no, you were making noises, so I was curious. I made noises for Sip. He made the noise. I made the noise because oh. you weren't as impressed as you thought you'd be with Anthony Grant no, in general in the game. He's fine. I just want to see more. Yeah, I mean, I don't know that he had a great day, but on that run, if you go back and look, run. I mean, yeah. the hole opens up. He gets met at like four yards into the hole, makes a move on that guy, breaks a tackle, picks the right angle, and beats everybody. To and the then end. it's 28 to 17. Yeah, I mean, right. I don't know if his day overall was phenomenal, but on that run. Oh, I'll tell you this. It showed you that he has home run potential. Oh, I'll tell you yeah, this. I agree. I agree. He got a couple Rex Burkhead-esque first downs early in that game on third. Like when he was basically attacked four yards behind the line. And, of and still made it yeah. to the stick. Yeah. So, I, I mean. So, yeah, I need to give him more credit. Schaefer's giving him credit for that long run, duly noted. I'm giving him credit for getting to the sticks on a couple third yeah. downs. I know exactly like, one of them. I know exactly what you're talking about because I feel like he was hit in the backfield by one guy, got out of that, and then drug another across the line of scrimmage. Yeah. And you're thinking to yourself, well, that's great to see, but you'd like him to, to get forward before he has to meet contacts. So. Well, that's – yeah, that's on an offensive line that is uh, under the microscope. Well – Maybe it's not as simple as they needed to have the right attitude going into every play. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if they have the – we'll see if they have the guys. That's the. If that's they don't the have the way. guys here, I, I mean, this is – other than Trent Hickson, they went out and recruited all of these individuals. Mm-hmm. Uh, they were all relatively highly ranked. I mean, Turner Corcoran was a Corcoran, top 100 right. player. Ben Hart was a top 150 yeah. player. Uh, Teddy Prohaska, depending on which service you use, was a top 200 player. Those like um, those guys have two, three more years left in the program. Yeah, no, and they're. I think they're going to get better, but it's also just like, I don't, 
I really don't want to do the talent thing anymore. Yeah. I just don't. Mm-hmm. I don't think talent's an issue for this team. I, I didn't think it was last year when they went three and nine. Like it's, mm-hmm. I mean. Well, yeah, I, I get that. So, to me, like, up front, like, you have the guys that you seek out that you want to develop. Like, this is – and Turner Corcoran's in his third year with the program now. You know, Teddy Rojasca's in his second year and his third start. Like, that's a guy that I'm willing to give a ton of grace to. Yeah. Um, Ben Hart a little bit less. 13 games. Yeah. I mean, so some of these guys, you know, you really, if you're Nebraska, you kind of need them to, to take it and go with it. Yeah, starting Saturday. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And two days from now is kind of important. <laughs> oh, God, the tone you use there. Uh, I'm curious, Schaefer, in general, following that game, now looking forward. I can't even follow that comment. So I don't know what your official uh-huh. prediction was before the season of wins and losses. Six and six. Okay. So how much – what's the effect of the loss to Northwestern now on that record? And, I mean, and your I, thoughts I, on how the season will go that in general. Was a win, right? Did you have that as a win? I had it as a win. I mean, they can still go 6-6 six and because six I had them losing to Rutgers. So I had them losing a similar type game at some point this season um, because I just don't trust this team. I thought that they could get <laughs> – I, I thought that they could get out of Ireland with a win, and I still feel like they should have, but they obviously didn't. Um, I still think they can get to 6-6. Six and six. I don't think the season is completely uh, kaput, but you just lost whatever trust – that you didn't really earn from the fan base is gone. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you have people that, I, I mean, there is people I know that had gotten, had really kind of talked themselves into being excited. And then it plays out how it did. You have a head coach that no one trusts at this point. I mean, I don't think his offensive staff can trust him. Mm-hmm. I don't think his players can trust him. Mm-hmm. I don't know that he can trust himself. Like, I mean, it's a, <laughs> it's a bad place to be. It's when a that total, happens. I mean, trust is the word for me at this point in time. And, I don't know that Nebraska deserves much from anybody, and they're going to have to go earn that week by week. How's the and, message board? Oh, boy. Oh, they're done. Oh, boy. They're, they're done. done. I mean, yeah. I, I'm not going to try to sugarcoat it. People mm-hmm. are absolutely furious, and they're mm-hmm. over it. Mm-hmm. And Frost comments after the game didn't endear them to anybody. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and I don't, I don't know what happened on the onside. I don't, it, you could tell me any number of things, <laughs> and I could believe it. Yeah. And maybe he is the one that just took the hit for it. Um, which seems a little out of character based on how he's responded with other things in the past. But I, I don't know. I he don't know what said happened. No. He could have said no. Yeah, but, I mean, it doesn't matter. What happened, happened. And the other thing is they still had a chance to get stops. I mean, the, they did. I don't want to take the onside and make that the whole thing because, to me, I was just baffled by how bad the defense played. Yeah. I don't know that I will get over that in a while. I mean – it's one thing, okay, you got guys in different spots. There's the miscommunication touchdown when Omar Brown is out there and, and Marquise Buford, and yeah. they don't know who has who. Okay, that's going to happen. Like, I can live with that. Yeah. It was the play in the first quarter, or maybe it was the second, but I think it was the first quarter, where I watched Nick Henrich meet the guy mm. two yards behind the line of scrimmage, get run over. Yep. Quentin Newsom meets him three yards after the line of scrimmage, get run over. Who was it that takes five Huskers to get Cam Porter, I think. Down at that four, point yeah, time. four. I mean, it was, it was absolutely like when I saw that, it was oh, this is going to be bad when you get to the fourth <laughs> quarter. <laughs> yeah, you got to have a lead. You was. can't let Northwestern just run no, on you because they did. they're gonna. Yeah, they ran fourteen straight plays at the end. And of the so, I mean, when I when I saw that play, like that one was that was you file it away kind of thing. And then there was two or three times where the ball got to the edge of the field on like a oh, a dump-off pass or whatever, or maybe a designed screen. And Nebraska was in position. Mm-hmm. But their guys just 
either couldn't break down or were so keyed up that they overran it like mm-hmm. three straight times. I mean, so there's there's a part of me that's like, okay, there's a lot of correctable things in there for the defense. But, man, what a yeah. terrible, but- terrible start. And then the thing that stands out above all of it, how many times did Holinsky throw? 35? Uh, what's the number yeah, on that? Yeah. 20. I got it. 28 to <laughs> it 35. 27 of 38 for yeah. 314, two touchdowns, no picks, no sacks. Yeah. Well, I mean, did he get 30, knocked down? No, he never got touched. No, he never got touched. 38. That 30, is atrocious. 38 attempts. Yeah. Like, that is absolutely atrocious. And I don't care that Peter Skaronsky is likely to be a top 10 pick. There's four other linemen. Yeah. They, like, and it was never. There was maybe one Garrett Nelson moment where it seemed like he was close enough to put a paw on the guy, but yeah. not actually. He never got down. touched. Like his jersey was clean. That one is just stark. I mean, yeah. yeah, really, really stark. And I understand you weren't sending extra pressure because you needed everybody and all of this. But for as much as we spent hyping up, we think the pass rush is going to be pretty good this year. It did yeah, not I, show up. No, disappointing. Yeah, yeah, disappointing. Majorly, so. <laughs> but I go back to. The last couple of days, Schaefer, I mean, if, if you look at – if you watch the game, you saw Nebraska missed a lot of tackles. PFF said 14 missed tackles, yet Scott PFF. Frost – PFF. Like more than that. Yeah, exactly. Yet Eric Schneider and Scott Frost both say it was only a few missed tackles. It didn't seem like it was a huge concern. What I, I'm a little bit taken aback by their – their view yeah, of the missed Schneider tackles. yesterday said a few. A we few. Missed a few and there's tackles. 14 from what PFF yeah. assessed. And what my own eyes said, like, that, seemed, that sounds about right. Your own Dublin eyes. My own Dublin eyes. I was well. Those were probably pretty hazy after all the free beer that you were able to put <laughs> well, away. They, Though I, I'm sure you felt fine. So um, he was fine. I will tell you. I this. saw him at halftime. I, I will tell you this. <laughs> I saw I him saw at him halftime, halftime, and I never would have guessed I love he was the even. Fatherly instinct that you feel like you need to to cover. <laughs> I in the was event. fine. Uh, he. I wouldn't I'm have clearly <laughs> making a reference <laughs> to the Garth yeah, Brooks. My Garth Brooks concert. I wouldn't have guessed he was drinking. But really? It, but it yeah. was. I wouldn't have guessed it. They would have guessed you would have thought the whole stadium was when that they was, got announced. That was a lot of drink. They, uh, I don't know. I if think I ever... started a Here, lot of Here's the lots. one thing that I regret from not going over there. That stadium looked absolutely gorgeous. It was oh, awesome. Oh, it was, it was a beautiful yeah. setting. Yeah, yeah it was. So, yeah. Yeah. Brunt, Brunt said it was, I mean, other than just a horrific <laughs> Wi-Fi, it was. No, no, the Wi-Fi wasn't that bad. Well, for him, for the whole first half. I mean, he, really? he couldn't really access it and use it. So. Whoa. Yours was fine. Yeah, that's wow. interesting. I had Were no. You hogging problems. all the Wi-Fi over no, there? No, I don't think so. <laughs> Sounds like you might have been. <laughs> <laughs> Sim hogged all the Wi-Fi. Statistic. No, I mean he he just could not oh. for the first half. Just couldn't. I had I had to do the old reboot thing, but it, after I rebooted, okay. it was fine. I, I should. Know, he I should have ever rebooted. He should have called the technology wizard. You? Yes. Is that, you, is that what you call yourself? Hey, just reboot that thing. Oh, man. I, I enjoy the third act of life for you is going to be as an IT guy. Uh, now, that, I did pay to watch that. Oh, really? I'd pay to watch you go the really? whole process. Really? You don't think I'm sophisticated? In IT t- stuff? Yeah. No. <laughs> no, I don't think you are at all. I, I'm not sophisticated in okay, IT stuff. Okay, as long stuff. as you admit Can that. Can we have, like, multiple stories of needing to call in your grandson to fix something ah. with your TV? Yeah, that's yeah. what I'm saying. I'd pay to watch him be an IT guy. And then the famous <laughs> And Maybe that'll part. be the name of it. It'll be Sipple and Grandson IT. It's a famous line by Parker where he's real. We were we were both really frazzled at Big Ten Media Days. Shaper would appreciate this, and I, I couldn't send a story in for some reason. I, I just was the the mechanical part wasn't working, and we were both frazzled. And I said, Parker, I'm having trouble. I hoping he'd help me. Um, and he said, well, What's the problem? And I, I couldn't really explain it. And he goes, How do I say this politely? 
I said, I don't know. And he goes, could it be user error? <laughs> I remember that. <laughs> In a very Parker tone. Yeah. 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 How do I say this politely? Yeah, well. <laughs> if someone says that to you, that's trouble. There's plenty of user error over in Dublin. That Dublin to do with technology. user error. What did you think of Casey Thompson? You know, I go. thought he was fine. I do wonder if something happened in the second half because at least from watching on television, and I don't know if either of you have gone back and rewatched the game, the ball did not look as good coming out of his hand in second the second half. half. Yeah. Um, you know, there's a lot of flutter to it. It was not nearly yeah. as tight. Um, when did that start? I, you know, if you pinpoint, if you want to go off the numbers, it seems like it started immediately after the Isaiah Garcia Castaneda long play. throw. And the what? long play. And there's been oh. people posting footage of, yeah. of a weird high five that maybe Which, would have if, flared up his thumb. Is it, that didn't even hit his if thumb. If his thumb is surgically repaired, I couldn't even imagine that yeah. that would be enough. Right. Like, I think that's people searching, like, They're trying to find something. It's I mean, not he could have hit it on someone's helmet coming through on a follow-through. He could have landed on it kind of weird when he got knocked around. But it just didn't – the ball didn't look as good in the second half. Watch but still, that. there was several throws, including both interceptions, that felt like – Either Nebraska's receiver should have caught, or in Oliver Martin's case, like should have at least got a hand on that ball. You know, as a, he just didn't have his head around. So he didn't. Uh, I thought, you know, I think Casey's going to play well enough. I think Nebraska's offense is going to be able to put up points. I mean, they they put up twenty eight against the Northwestern defense. It's usually at least solid. I mean, even last year they weren't good, mm-hmm. but it's the first game of the year. You still put up twenty eight. I mean, I think that. Uh, I'm not too worried about their ability to at least move the ball. We'll see what it's like in the red zone. Once again, you brought in Jockey Ant and he can't score. I mean, I think he has like somewhere in the neighborhood of 10 carries inside the 10-yard line and one touchdown to show for it. So mm-hmm. that's a concern. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I think they'll be able to put up points. I like Casey Thompson so far from what I've seen. The receivers concern me greatly. They really? Don't have a, they really don't have drops. enough of them. Well, there's drops issues. Well, Get Omar Manning back. That'll help, right? Will it? I think so. Should be. I, I mean, I don't know what Omar Manning is. I really don't. We had is 24 he, is he a better player than he was last year, or is that what you're going to get from him? Well, at 24, if he had, if he gets 24 this year, that's helping. Yeah. Right? Well, yeah. I mean, I'm not saying he can't help, but I don't know that it's going to be. And I don't know how much of him you're going to get. Like, right. there's been an issue almost every year he's right. been here. Yeah. So, yeah. I think, um, I think we'll see him. Yeah. Well, Frost said he would. So, well, and. Maybe we see Ramir Johnson at the legendary yep. wideback position. That was a weird thing to take away from Saturday <laughs> that a guy that, you know, every coach goes out of their way to talk about what a valuable piece he is to your team and he doesn't play at all. Maybe that's a red flag when that happens. So, um, you know, I, I don't – I don't again, I don't know why he didn't play. Um, I'm not sure, but – I would like to see him against uh, North Dakota. I almost said Fordham. I just have like yeah, Fordham. Well, have, like, it feels like a deja vu yeah. last year. I'm just ready to talk about Fordham and Fordham. like four walls of granite or whatever it was. Um, so Fordham I, had that crazy good linebacker, right? Oh yeah, yeah. right. The, Ryan Greenhaven. Green yeah. Greenhagen. Greenhagen. Yeah, like yeah, Thirty tackles in the game, right? That was they also awesome. had a kid from Millard West, I think, James Conway. Uh, was on it's that Fordham name. team great randomly. Name. Do you know any Nebraska guys on North Dakota? I haven't Not off the, the top of my head. Okay. I don't. I mean, compared to the South Dakota State, North Dakota State, South Dakota, they tend to get a lot less players. Do they? Uh, but I, I'm sure they have a guy or two on that roster. Uh, what else from the offense? I mean, I I I was high on Isaiah, or on Isaiah Garcia Castaneda. I think he looked really good. I think Trey Palmer looked solid. You know, you got to fix some of those drops. Marcus Washington had a bad drop on that last drive, but, you know, I, he's someone that certainly is yeah, going to be involved. Game, I just 
I don't. I worry if something happens to one of those guys, it's so thin. Mm-hmm. Like there's really, uh, I guess, Alante Brown sort of back there, but mm-hmm. it gets really thin after that top yeah. three. And, you need to keep those guys healthy. Yeah. So if they're able to stay healthy all year, that that will really help. But that seems like a big if when you're talking about wide receiver players. Uh, I see a couple guys from Omaha and they're okay. Nebraska. I see Marcus Vaughn Jones from Creighton Prep, senior okay. from yeah. North Dakota. I'm not going to go through the whole thing, but at least yeah, they, have, they have a couple there, at least. Um, so, all right, so, Schaefer, I have a task. You, you've gone through a couple things here, but if, if you had to list in what was a terrible game for Nebraska, three-point loss, 0-1, three positives. Just list out the three positives you take away from that game that you're, you're looking forward to Nebraska building on. Um, I, I was good with the offense that Mark Whipple had okay. for the most part. One. I mean, so that's, that's one. I think that offense can move the ball and be relatively successful. Uh, so I, I'll start with that. I mean, that one worked for me, too, would be Travis Vokalek, which fits in that offense. I mean, I think that that was a huge missing piece in the second half. Yeah. When he went out with an injury, it, yeah. I, I feel like you can kind of denote how little they moved the ball after that, um, which is for a sure. concern that he's that big of a piece. Mm-hmm. And yet at the same time, if he's healthy – and you have those three receivers that I think all look pretty good, and then you have him in there. The like, three, a, you're talking about Palmer, Washington, and Isaiah garcia yeah. Castaneda. Yeah, so, I mean, you it gives you four on a given play, four pass catchers right. that clearly Casey Thompson trusts, Yeah, vocal. which I think is important. So those two things jump out. And then, I mean, you had – I mean, the easy one, the easiest one, Brian Bouchini yeah, made the punting stud. game fixed stud. all by himself. Stud. Quite frankly, I, I was surprised. Some of the conversation after the game on the message board, people seem to think the special teams had a bad day outside of the onside kick, and I don't no. necessarily see that. Like Frankie's kick for the field um, goal almost went in 56 they yards. They didn't get it's the big return. return. Yeah, they didn't do, no, they didn't Well, and they had the one dumb return where they got stopped at the 17, and those are the kinds of things that you need to, to stop doing. But their coverage unit did well. You had four punts inside the 20. Mm-hmm. Um, you know – you ran against a Northwestern punter that just was able to do what he needed to do. Like some people were mad that Oliver Martin let that one go that got downed at the two. Well, the yeah, ball yeah. traveled past the eight. Right. And like, that's where Can't last catch year, Can't catch I mean, I remember being on this show and just absolutely going after JD Spielman for always catching the ball on the five. And right. I hated that. Right. You know, so can't catch it there. Right. And so I, I think overall the special teams had a pretty good day. Frankie was boot, booted into the end zone. Yeah, too. And, and this field goal kick was not bad. It just barely missed right. Yeah, I would like to barely. have seen Bleak Road on a field goal attempt just yep. to see it. Right. Yep. Um, didn't, see, didn't have a chance. It was, it was funny because, like, Brandon Frankie comes out and the ESPN announcers announced it as Bleak Road. Well, and obviously naturally. we don't have, like, enough of a gauge. And I'm looking at it. I'm like, I don't think that's bleak road because i don't remember the big arm tattoo that's, that's very visible there right put on now. about 30 pounds. when i saw this guy at fan day i didn't walk away thinking oh he's got a pretty big arm tattoo something's there. changed in the bleak last road too bleak road's my size yeah bleak road's 47 i think yeah uh by the way how was the broadcast uh, it was fine. I mean, I'm not. They weren't there. I didn't know that till yesterday. Oh, the guys weren't there. They did no, a lot they were better. Not there. Oh, that's I mean, BS. Uh, no, no, it's not BS. I'm, it's I'm true. saying that's stupid. If that's the, the no, case. they compared were compared to when Nebraska basketball gets yeah. put on ESPN Productions, where they're not there, and you can tell they're clearly not there. I honestly wouldn't have been able to. Guess yeah, they that. weren't there. They weren't on site. That's, that's dumb. They should have been there. Why does that bother you so? Because they didn't get to see. The, they didn't actually understand the atmosphere. They didn't get it. But the broadcast was okay. Yeah. I also thought that uh, Isaiah Garcia Castaneda was down. And I feel like it was Ooh. fairly conclusive mm. on the replays. So. Really? I, oh. I think he was down. I don't think it was that conclusive on the replays. I think it was enough from the back angle that you see his knee is down and the ball still 
crooked in his arm. It hasn't been ripped out yet. Interesting. See, I didn't. See, I mean, we were at the stadium, and they're showing the on the they're showing on the replay boards, and you can kind of. Yeah, you know, it's not like seeing on high def in your. It's living. a little bit different when you're able, I imagine, to just focus on it on right. a TV in your basement. I did think it was else. questionable. Like with the first replay, I saw, I was like, "Ooh, I don't know if that's a fumble." I, that was my first reaction. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like you can see his knee slide just a little bit before that ball gets pulled out. But I mean, they still had multiple opportunities to overcome that, right. anyways. Uh, but that's the only other thing I can think of with from the, the text line. Most people were saying another positive was penalties, one for. Five oh yeah, yards. that's a, no, that's a really good. I yeah. mean. First they, game, they only had one penalty. No, no yeah. offensive penalties. No offensive penalties. You didn't have your dumb false starts. Uh-huh. You didn't have your crippling uh, personal fouls or your crippling holding calls. But what the was the time. one penalty? I forget. What was the one? Uh, Ty Robinson jumped offsides. Offsides. Okay. Yep. Hmm. That's right. He, it was It was a pretty important down, it was. too. Yeah. It was a third and long that got they needed to be a third stops. and short. They needed stops. And they were running a stunt that it looked like could be interesting because he was switching. I think he was – switching outside and someone was coming inside of them but um yeah that was uh that was an interesting interesting development when you only have one penalty for five i mean northwestern looked like the undisciplined team for once they, on had, they had eight penalty yeah, eight yeah eight. they they did at times yeah yeah at times yeah that's a that's a I, I regard that as a bizarre stat that Nebraska didn't have any offensive penalties. Because <laughs> you're not used to it. <laughs> right. Think, 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 about, think about last year, the Oklahoma game. Was it three straight false yeah. starts to start, start the, the game? game? Was it yeah. three straight? Yeah. It was two for sure. No, was I mean, it, I, to start there's, the game. Let's there's definitely again. positives in there, and if the re- flipped result was Nebraska 31, Northwestern 28, there'd be some grumbles, but people would at least acknowledge like they got out of there with the I, win. I don't want to start a fight with you guys, but I, Jake referred to this as a terrible I don't know why, but I don't regard it as a terrible loss. I know you, I'm going to get attacked, and that's fine. But I don't. When I say this, Jake said it's a terrible loss. I don't. I don't know. Uh, you, you were the one that was putting Northwestern down all off season. Yeah. That's why. No, that's not why. I I I, re, I respect aesthetically. Well, was, then if you respect Northwestern, that just adds to the notion that it's not a terrible well, loss. It's, it's so terrible. Quit arguing against yourself. It's please. terrible for Nebraska to have been seen by the entire nation and lose once you again. spent the offseason propping up northwestern and now you call this three-point loss a terrible loss it's terrible which because doesn't exactly lost. line up well it's not it's terrible because they lost when the whole nation was watching I uh, very first game i of the enjoyed season. the game so did i i i think it <laughs> this mean it wasn't a terrible loss though. <laughs> i think from an aesthetic standpoint it was a better this sounds insane, and I'm not trying to spin this, but it was a better loss than last year's yeah. Illinois. Yeah, that that yeah. was a terrible yeah, loss. They, they didn't show up in that game. Now, hold on, hold on. Now, man. that was a at terrible the same loss. time, Sybil, here's where it looks terrible. Okay. Go look at the amount of yards Northwestern That's put true. on Nebraska. That's true. That's that, true. I cannot argue Quite with frankly, that. Quite frankly, the thing that I, I can't struggle with, with the most is just how poor the defense right. played. Right, 528. That, frankly, I thought they matched up well with. Yeah. Oh, I can't argue with 528. That yeah. was the yardage total. So, I yeah, mean, that's you're right. where, you're you right. know, if people are walking away feeling even worse about that loss, I think it had a lot to do with how bad the defense played. I'm uh, My – I mean, I have a lot of concerns right now about Nebraska, Shit. but the up front, I'm more concerned coming out than I was going in for the both sides. Oh, yeah, I, I mean, we, both we sides. We've talked about this endlessly. Yeah. To win in the Big Ten West, you have to run the ball and you have to stop the run. They couldn't both sides. They ran the ball okay, mm-hmm. not good, and they did not stop. The if ball. you're a Nebraska fan, what you hope is that the game's length and the fact that Northwestern won eight, ran 85 plays is what 
is what caused that that Northwestern just but flexed in a big way late because Nebraska here's was wearing down. the problem with that. Nebraska is just not a good enough defense to get off the field. They weren't That's, last year, I totally, and it feels like they're a right. worse version of – I thought they were going to play a different style. You can't you put this – You switch to scheme, yeah. you talk about being aggressive, mm-hmm. and you play the same baby passive-aggressive way that you have but for you, the last but two But you years. can't put this on the offensive tempo totally. You have to say oh, they I didn't get think, off the field. I don't think the tempo's an issue at all. The, people are making They weren't challenging wide receivers. They right. weren't – they have to get off the field your, on third down. Like you have to put pressure on a quarterback in one way or another. Oh God, though, I got to be careful. We got to be careful, Shave. Northwestern was only seven for seventeen on third down, so they I mean, were they were getting off sometimes. That's still over forty percent, is mm-hmm. it not? Yeah. You want to be traditionally in the thirty percent range. No. It's not and great. And two not of great. those third downs they didn't convert. They ran a third and ten toss sweep mm-hmm. in the red zone and a third and like eight just up the middle to take field goals. Take, yeah. so, You're right. That's a good point. So they're 7 of 15 so, so, on downs where it only, felt like they didn't wave the white flag. Yeah, you can almost say 9. I mean, so um, 9 for 17. It's a, it's a deal to me where I like I can't continue to watch players like Arthur Sikowski and Tanner <laughs> Morgan oh, and fair. Ryan Holinsky uh, just Holinsky. get all time yep. to throw. Yep. They yep. have so much time. Right. And they have so much space to throw to yeah, these games. Yeah, they did. Like, they cannot play this style of defense and win games. They I, can't. I, I totally I can't I mean, you disagree. can maybe beat Indiana doing this. I don't think you're going to beat Rutgers if you play Purdue. this way. I, you're definitely not beating Purdue, Minnesota, Wisconsin, Iowa if you play this kind of defense. They, they, now, this kind of defense, they're not, they're not getting beat deep. They, they, got, they seem really vulnerable in the middle of the field. Yeah, well, under because if you have to sell out to run, and Mm -hmm. what did Northwestern do? They just ran RPOs. Mm -hmm. So you freeze those linebackers continuously. Nick Henrich is probably not a good enough athlete to have to cover a tight end all the way across the field. Or running back. I mean, it's just, it's not a good matchup for him. Ah, it's trouble. And I don't think that they have the the plug-and-play to swap other guys in to get past I'll tell you something. Helensky had the look of a quarterback who was extremely confident in game He had the look of a quarterback playing seven-on-seven. That's about as damning of a thing as you can say about a pass rush. I think he he was very well prepared in the game plan – fit him, and he was very confident in the game plan. I, you got to give a ton of credit to Northwestern. They put together a game plan where they knew it would stress Nebraska's linebackers, and they just hammered that over and over and over. They didn't worry about taking deep shots because nope. they didn't care about it. Right. They knew they could hit crossers. They knew they were going to get open guys in the flat. Mm-hmm. They bet on Nebraska not being able to make simple tackles, mm-hmm. and they won. If you have questions, I, they won. If you've got questions for Mike Schaefer, please call or text 402-464-5685. More next on Early Break on the Ticket.